Next on BYU Sports Nation, Cougar football's drive for five straight wins and the new edition of BYU Basketball revealed on Media Day. Dave Rose, Tyler Haas, Kyle Collinsworth, Anson Winder, and Chase Fisher all live. Plus, how BYU shocked movie star Matthew McConaughey. Hashtag Taysman. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation on your radio, television, and other media machines. Saving board lives one hour at a time. In fact, for two hours today. Two hours. Presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Thursday, October 2nd, BYU Basketball Media Day. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who replaced Champ Kind, Jerem Jordan. Whammy! I was hoping you would do that. (laughs) I was hoping you'd do that, and you delivered. Yeah, there were lots of uh, whammies in the second movie. (laughs) Huge montage. Whammy, 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 whammy. whammy. Hey, the website Heisman.com has a tab labeled Aspirants. Okay? Hashtag Aspire. 13 candidates listed under that category, one of whom, if you guessed it. Two of whom have the last name Hill. Taysom Hill. Yeah, that that is true. (laughs) There's a Kenny Hill as well. But Taysom Hill on Heisman.com. That's very nice. That's cool. And BYU launched as well Taysom4.com. You can see an interview, our interview with Steve Young about Taysom Hill on that website as well. Dave McCann's interview after the Texas game featured in the video column. Very cool. So check that out, Taysom4.com. And Taysom Hill in the Heisman Watch. It's fantastic. It keeps going. As long as BYU wins, it keeps going. BYU's national exposure has struck a shocking chord with movie star Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) We are BYU, Matthew. (laughs) Yesterday he said... I think the, so the most shocking thing about the BYU game was that they they ran away with it at the end, yeah, yeah forty-one to seven. I, I think. Yeah, it was like it was like, well, that was a BYU game. That was, a, but but UCLA, but UCLA, man, they were they thought they were going to win that. It's like skipped over BYU. You're like, uh, crush. I wonder if Matthew's <laughs> going to listen to that game rebroadcast in his Lincoln. He probably should. <laughs> yes, the Lincoln Lawyer wasn't that a movie he was in too? <laughs> Join our conversation twenty-four-seven using the hashtag BYUSN. We are talking football and basketball today. Started off with today's Twitter question. How does the Chucky Keaton news change your outlook on Friday's game? If you didn't hear, didn't hear Utah State announced uh, last night, likely out for the rem- remainder of the season. Wait, what? Huh? So use the hashtag BYUSN, at uh, CrazyCoogFanatic. It just reaffirms my confidence in a huge win. Props to you guys for the scoop on Chucky. More on that in a moment. Yeah, and I think that's a good place to rise and shout, my friends. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. No, Mo, Chucky. Utah State quarterback Chucky Keaton will likely miss the remainder of the 2014 season. In fact, there's about a 99.9% chance that, yep, 100% chance he's going to miss the season. Why would you bring him back later? He's out for the season. Exactly. That according to a press release by Utah State last night. Now, if you watch BYU Sports Nation, this isn't news. On Monday, Remington Peck, BYU defensive lineman, joined us after practice and told us this. Um, we heard something different today. I heard they're actually medical redshirting him. Wow. Um, really? As of now. But, um, I mean, that could be different if he is there. I mean, obviously, it's a whole 
it's a whole different deal with his legs. He's uh, he's very good on the ground, and so you almost you have to play and prepare more for a two-dimensional quarterback. The one thing we can clarify there is you can't medical redshirt somebody until the end of the season. You can't apply for that, and then you find out. And even then, there's criteria to meet. But Chucky so, hasn't so t- used his redshirt right. either way. So TBD on whether he gets a medical redshirt. Whatever. Who cares? Utah State worry about that. He's not playing in the game against BYU this Friday. That's what matters. The news spread throughout Utah's media and NFL.com wrote something on it because he's a potential guy that could play at the next level. It got up to Logan in time for Matt Wells' weekly press conference on Monday. Here's what he said about Remington Peck's comments. BYU said that? BYU players. BYU players said that? So they've been in our staff meetings, in our medical meetings with our doctors and trainers? Come on, man. I mean, seriously? Yeah, I kid you not. Well... Anyway, I don't know about that. I guess I won't comment on a player's comment. I, that surprises me a little bit. That was Monday. Yesterday, hmm. the Matt Wells, Utah State head football coach, joined us on BYU Sports Nation live. And we had to ask at least one more time. You guys really want me to answer that right now? <laughs> Just live on BYU <laughs> Sports sense, Nation. Coach. Nyborg is probably sitting right by you. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to give you the same response I've had all week. And, you know, we uh, are evaluating him right now and and seeing where he's at. And um, if he is medically cleared to play, then absolutely he will play. And if not, then then he won't. We broke it here on BYU Sports Nation. Chucky Keaton out for the remainder of the season. Will redshirt. Cannot determine if it's a medical redshirt until or if Utah State applies for that at the end of the season. But he will not play against BYU and that brings an immediate impact on Friday night's in-state rivalry showdown. So here's what that line of events told me. Matt Wells was on our show between 10 and 11 o'clock yesterday. The announcement uh, press release from Utah State was last night, 7 o'clock, something like that, 6 o'clock, something like that. So between those times, Chucky Keaton got evaluated, and then it was determined that he was out for the season. I'm guessing that that probably happened earlier than Wednesday. Pure speculation on my point. Whether it was or not doesn't really matter. The point is, if you watch this program, you're going to be in the know. How did BYU get the UMass series? Because the Patriots called Tom Homo. He, he told us that yesterday. Mm. So we appreciate those that st- you know, watch the show. You know what's going on. So now it becomes, like you said, Friday. No Chucky Keaton. I thought BYU had a great chance to win and win big, even if Chucky played. I've watched... Uh, Two full games of Utah State. He is not the same. There is no run game. They have a, uh, Utah State hasn't had a running back run for 70-plus. Four new starters on the offensive line. Kevin Whip, uh, Wimpy's the man. Anything but his last name. He's fantastic. But they just struggle. I see BYU winning by 17-plus in this game. They were a 20-point favorite as of yesterday. It and- was 14 and a half before the Remington Peck comments. Which isn't, isn't that interesting? I think shifted the line. Certainly that, that would shift it. Those guys are paying attention down there, the odds makers. Bronco Mendenhall made it clear that whether Chucky plays or not, BYU will be ready. I talked to him about an hour before the news broke officially up in Logan that Chucky would miss the BYU game and likely the remainder of the season. And this is what he told me what BYU does, uh, does to prepare for the game. Well, I think Chucky is an amazing player and, and a good leader and a great young man from everything that I hear. Um, we prepare for him. Um, so basically prepare for the very best that Utah State yeah. is, but then go back to our program now. Now who are we and what can we do? What BYU does. 
Yes. BYU Do's, what BYU Do's, man. <laughs> you will hear the rest of that interview with Bronco Mendenhall tomorrow on BYU Sports Nation. Live as from LaBelle Edwards Stadium. Get ready for the Aggies. Always good. Uh, week, uh, weekday game days on, at home. We're at the stadium. I love it. It's so fun to be there. A Friday We're going to talk to Mike Bellotti, too. On ESPN, Mike Bellotti will be the color analyst for that game. Some of you across BYU Affectionately Sports remember Nation him from 06. are like, wait, isn't that the guy that <laughs> was the coach of Oregon in 2006 when we beat And them? gave BYU no credit. 38. Yep. 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 That's, that's the same guy. So really interested to hear his take on BYU football as now he is an analyst with ESPN. So who's Daryl Garrettson? You're probably wondering. Because last year, uh, Chuck Keaton goes out. Craig Harrison comes in the game. Like, who? You know, it was a blowout. Yeah. Craig Harrison then started uh, another game against Boise State. Utah State lost that game. But Daryl Garrettson came into that game and then started the next seven. And Utah State went 6-1. and one. He actually played pretty dang well. They won the division. Utah State did. Played Fresno State in the championship game. Almost won that, and then beat Northern Illinois, a ranked team, number 23, I believe, in the Poinsettia Bowl. They had a good season with uh, Daryl Gerritsen at the helm. But Gerritsen came in the second half against Wake Forest, did not look good. Utah State had two defensive touchdowns in that game to win. If they don't have defensive touchdowns, it's 24-22 Wake Forest. And then lost at Arkansas State in overtime. So I'm not sure what to think about Daryl Gerritsen. Played well last year, but this year has not looked good. You think if there were a guy that won his first five career starts with all the numbers and the legends that uh, Chucky Keaton has created, it, it would be Chucky. But no, it's it's Daryl Gerritsen. Six won, and two as a starter. He won still. his first five career starts. That is a Utah State record. We know he's a pocket passer. He's not nearly as mobile as Chucky is, but. The one thing I do want to point out is the weapons he had last year are entirely different and two years than ago, the ones even. he has this year. JoJo Natson. Here are the names you need to know. Hunter Sharp, JoJo Natson. Those two guys are, are stud receivers for Utah State. Sharp has back-to-back 100-plus receiving games. JoJo Natson's also the leading rusher because Joe Hill, uh, who was injured at the end of last year, just hasn't been the same, and that O-line hasn't been good. BYU stops the rush very well, 12th in the country. Against decent competition, right? Uh, Utah State's fourth. But listen to the, the uh, gaggle of geese they've played. <laughs> Tennessee, Idaho State, Wake Forest, Arkansas State. So three of those four, not particularly strong, but they've played pretty well. I think that BYU is going to be able to rush the ball at will against Utah State. BYU has a good rush offense, which, by the way, Brock, uh, Brock Stringham, right guard, got news uh, out for the season. Yeah, that so that that is the one. I, I believe the surgery took place earlier this week, and I can, and yesterday I, I mentioned no season-ending injury. I can already hear it now. It's uh, your listen, fault. Listen, I knocked on wood as hard as I could right there, man. <laughs> it's my yeah. If you want to blame it on me, it's my fault. Brock Stringham's out for me. This happened that, way before. Yeah, he had, he had surgery, um, and that's disappointing. He had started the first four games. BYU had started all five of the same guys first four games. So uh, BYU will need a guy like Braden Kersley, yeah, uh, to step in that position. I imagine. Bronco Mendenhall uh, addressed that as well. You'll hear that in the interview about uh, the Brock Stringham situation tomorrow on BYU Sports Nation live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. How does the Chucky Keaton news, Utah State quarterback, change your outlook on Friday's game? It's winter time. Use the hashtag BYUSN at BVantassel. It's a win-win. Game was never really in doubt for BYU. Aggies maintained their what-if Superiority. Wow. <laughs> At Trevor underscore Linton. First, feeling bad for Maddie Wells, Chucky, and our 
at Ben Bags. <laughs> second, slightly concerned about intensity level drop off. Okay. I'm not. I'm not concerned at all about that second part. I think BYU is amped to play Utah State. DeAndre Wesley on Monday said, "Is it a rivalry? Yeah, those guys talk a lot. It's hard to ignore that." I agree with him. The emotion in the stadium from celebrating Jim McMahon and wearing oh, the royal yes. blue uniforms. You're four and zero. You're nationally ranked. You're on a Friday night on this ESPN. Is, this is an opportunity for Utah State. <laughs> it really is. So BYU's got to bring it. So basically we're saying the intensity better not drop off. I promise you it'll be fine. A Friday night on ESPN in Lavelle Edwards Stadium, that's guaranteed to be good. At Laser Sheep, I have added seven points to the margin of victory. What was it before? That's what I want to know. I think Chucky is so dynamic that it went from two to one dimensional. Utah State's ability... To throw BYU off, they, they just can't do as many things with Daryl Garrett. Better defensive team than offensive. I mean, there's some playmakers on the defensive side of the ball. Fourth Utah, best rush defense in the country right now. And more importantly than that to me, Utah State has forced 11 turnovers the last three games. They've been uh, ball hawks. Ah! So we'll see if they can do that Friday against BYU. Who didn't turn it over against the number one takeaway team in the country, Virginia. And who made that bold prediction, Jerem? Plus two, baby. Yeah, that, that worked out. a boy. That's just pure luck, let's be honest. At CTI, dude. <laughs> it's not luck. Give yourself some credit for that, man. It's absolute skill. Exactly. It's knowledge, y'all. Budget cuts, CTI, dude, says. Aggies can now eliminate their sports information department and run it out of the BYU Whoa! locker room. <laughs> wow. You said it. Yikes. It's, hashtag things are tight. <laughs> wow. That's oh! I'm not gonna go there. Our, no. yeah, Jeremy, that's you. That's Jeremy's on you. That's laying on off us. that that's one. On you. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, BYU Basketball Media Day begins with the man Tyler Hawes. Hoop it up, man. Hoop. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. At BYU Broadcasting, follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It's Basketball Media Day. So today we're going to talk to Dave Rose, Kyle Collinsworth, Anson Winder, and Chase Fisher. They'll all join us coming up on the show. It's basketball and football. I love the merger. October, you get the merger of hoops and football. It's fantastic. Our Twitter question today is football-centric, dealing with the Chucky Keaton news that the Utah State quarterback will miss the remainder of the season. How does that change the outlook of Friday's game? Use the hashtag BYUSN. I do want to share one tweet that I just saw from from at Speedy Sunshine. That's a great handle. BYU Sports Nation, hashtag truth lives here. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We don't speak no falsities. (laughs) Joining the program, friend of the program, basketball star Tyler Haas. Tyler, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. What's up, Tyler? Thanks, Spencer. Thanks, Jeremy. Good to have you back, man. We have a commercial coming out soon, the three of us. And your acting skills are... Woo. Thanks. Yeah, I've worked really hard on them. <laughs> I think your jump shot's better than your acting skills. I'm just going <laughs> to... Oh, wow. uh, hopefully it turns out okay. Now, my jump shot is better than my acting game, because I'm just terrible at both. We've you seen it. You really have hard... You've been really hard on yourself today. Whatever, man. It's about Tyler. Let's go. Okay. Well, I, we've seen the commercial. We'll show it to you later. It's okay. good. Sweet. It's good. Okay. You did. You did well. Get I was excited. worried. No, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Tyler Haas with us on BYU Sports Nation. It is BYU Basketball Media Day. Here we are, October second. Uh, 
you look back at the last game you played in March, the NCAA tournament, you've had a long offseason to train and, and get better. What was your number one focus to individually get better during this time off? Uh, I don't know if I can pinpoint it to one specific thing, uh, but I, I tried to drop a little weight, actually. You, um, LeBron, and Carmelo, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess it's kind of the trend. Yeah. yeah. I might as well follow those guys. Uh, but I, I did lose a little bit of weight. I'm trying to improve a little bit to defensively, get a little bit quicker. Uh, and then I tried to improve my range, uh, try and shoot a few more three-pointers this year. And so those were, those were a few big things this offseason. Okay. So how what, mu- what weight to weight? How much weight did you drop? Yeah. Uh, about seven or eight pounds. Okay. Yeah, I'm down around 190 pounds. So what kind so. of difference does that actually make on the basketball court? Uh, I mean, I feel like my endurance is better. I feel like just laterally on defense, I'm a, I'm a little bit quicker. But I guess time will tell with that. Um, uh, you know, the season's still a month away. Uh, there's still a lot to improve on. Got to stay healthy, too. So. TMZ also says that if you lose weight, you look better when you, when you act and you're on camera. So Is that true? I, yeah, I, I haven't even heard that. Wow. <laughs> I think that was the secret. <laughs> um, you're weird. You have a mid-range jump shot. That's, a, that's like a dead thing in basketball, the mid-range jump shot. When did you decide, you know what, I'm going to have this part of my game that most other people don't have? You know, it's interesting. Uh, my church that I grew up playing in isn't a full-size court. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's cut off on, on the sideline. and my, my dad and I call it a, a mid-range shooter gym. And so I, I grew up just working on, you know, those simple down screen and curls to – uh, that junction area, and I i don't know, I just grew up doing that and, and fell in love with that shot and felt like it was really good for my game. And um, my grandpa always encouraged me to, to work on that, that pull-up jumper, and that's what was going to make me a good player. And so I really tried hard to focus on that growing up, and uh, it's just part of my game now. If we speak straightforward, offense wasn't necessarily a problem for BYU basketball as you scored a ton of points and yeah. went into the century mark more than a few times. But the emphasis from your coaches and from you, you told us earlier, we <clears> want to get better as a team defensively. How do you get better defensively and how will that translate to the court? What do you look for to say, yeah, we're, we're a better defensive team? Well, it just it starts every single day in practice and trying to change that you know, the culture of our team, that mindset of our team, because there's so many talented scorers on the team and everyone, everyone wants to put the ball in the basket. And so we're trying to, you know, put that emphasis and that, that focus that uh, we're going to get down and guard and it's not okay to let your guy score. And uh, we're, we're focusing a lot more on that. And so hopefully that changes. Does that mean more man-to-man defense? Is that what you're getting at? Mm-hmm. Like on ball, I'm going to stop my defender for or, sure. Uh, my uh, offense play for sure. No, we got to have pride personally. Uh, you know that one-on-one defense, but also trusting the guy behind you and trusting your rotations and uh, all the all those little things that that make a, a a really good team defense. You've been listed as one of the best wing players. <laughs> by a number of preseason publications in college basketball right now. Expectations are high, but how do you take the step to go next level? I know you mentioned three-pointers already, but how does Tyler Haas improve upon what you've already done? Uh, gosh, no, I, hopefully I can just translate the things that, that I've worked on this offseason. Um, but I, 
you know, being a senior now, I, I have to take that that leadership role and help all help all the younger guys come along. Uh, I feel like I've got lots of experience under my belt, uh, so just keeping guys' heads right, uh, but just being consistent every single every single day. I think that's what's made me good so far, and just striving to to be consistent uh, each day in practice and then every single game. What makes a good leader to you? Someone that. Uh, doesn't leave anyone behind and doesn't let anyone go sideways. Uh, there were there were times last year where lots of guys could have gone sideways, and I felt like the leaders of that team helped everyone stay together. Um, and you know there will be ups and downs this season, hopefully less downs. Um, <laughs> you know, but the leader has to be the one that keeps everyone together, keeps everyone focused on on the main goals. Who is the verbal leader? Of this team, and maybe you have yet to see that, but based on who's coming back, a lot of new guys, I imagine it'll be someone that's returning. Right? Who's going to get in your face? Who's gonna get Who can in... call the other guys out? You know? uh, no, there, there's a few different guys. Uh, I think Kyle's one that that really takes a, a vocal role. Uh, Chase Fisher has a lot of experience. Uh, that doesn't seems, surprise me at all. Seems like he doesn't <laughs> stop <laughs> talking some days. <laughs> we'll talk to Chase uh, later. Um, but. I mean, there, there's lots of other guys that have um, a lot of experience and a lot of wisdom to share. I mean, Ants and, and Nate and are Josh. Say, are you going to say your name in there? And, my, and uh, yeah, no, I, I need to step up and take a more vocal role and um, take communication seriously. <laughs> Tyler Haas with us on BYU Sports Nation. We appreciate the honesty and, and the straightforward response right there. Yeah. How do you do that? How do you, how do you take more of a, a vocal role when it's not maybe your style? Yeah, no, it's, it's a tough thing sometimes. I think I just need to force myself to, to say what I'm thinking because I, I, see, I see the game pretty well I feel like I have a pretty good basketball IQ and so um, just helping guys um, improve each day and and talking about the little things with them uh, can go a long way I think yeah and uh, one of the best uh, ways to lead is by example and you get a bunch of buckets which brings us to the stat of the day it's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day you like this music yeah that's sweet 656 you need 656 points to pass Jimmer Fredette for the most in BYU history. Uh, at 23 points a game, that'll take you 28 games. What uh, have you conversed with Jimmer about this? I haven't. At all? Nothing. I haven't. No, Nothing. We haven't talked about it. What would, what would it mean? I know we've asked you this, but now that we're getting closer to the season, is that something that uh, you ever envisioned that you'd even come close to when no. you came to BYU? No, no way. Not in my wildest dreams. It it kind of just it's kind of just happened and. Um, I, you know, I can't take, I can't take all the credit. I got to give all the credit to my coaches and my teammates and everyone for trusting me and getting, getting me the ball. And we hope, we hope you stay healthy and continue to score a bunch because that's going to be a special thing. That's really going to be a special thing if you're number one in your past Jimmer. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. Question for you, the Tyler. The understatement of the year by Tyler Hauser. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Question for you, Tyler, from at Drew for BYU. Do you envision yourself playing in the NBA after your senior season? I do. I do. I, I want to play in the NBA, and that's always been my dream and goal. And, but you can't, you can't look too far ahead. Uh, you got to just take things one step at a time. And uh, my focus is, is all on BYU basketball right now and, and what we're doing here. We got to have a good, really good year and, and, 
and win. That's our main goal. What? 17 yeah. eligible players. Describe to us kind of uh, what this team, you think this team is going to be like. It's a, it's a very deep team uh, and lots of guys that can really play, can really score the ball. And so practices already, I mean, are, are really competitive and pick up balls really competitive and guys, guys are competing, guys want to play and, and, and be a part of this thing. And so I, I've noticed just a different energy in, uh, in the stuff that we've been doing already. And I, I fully expect that to translate to the court. Winning clearly makes everything better. And so how much winning will it take for this to qualify as a good or successful season? Uh, you know, Coach Rose, he, he, he came and told us the other day that our main goal, our, our one goal is to win. And we want to win every tournament we play in. We want to win our conference championship. And we want to go as far as we've ever gone. Uh, in the tournament, and so the, our goal, our goal is to win, and uh, it, you know we want we want to do that. You have a lot of notable games on the schedule. Maui is going to be fantastic. Those games are going to be awesome. San Diego State, what's up? We have a picture of you and Kawhi Leonard in this building yeah. on a BYU Sports Nation or something <laughs> as a freshman. Uh, but you in December you host Utah, Stanford, UMass, Gonzaga. That's going to be a huge month. Oh, it'll be it'll be awesome. Uh, we're looking forward to the challenge and and at home and at home you finally get yeah. great, a bunch of great home games. Yeah, no, it's it's a great way to to draw up your senior year. I mean, having so many home games and lots of big time teams coming in here. So I'm I'm really excited. Looking forward to it. I can't wait for you to get in somebody's face on the court and just go nuts. <laughs> That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Boom Shakalaka coming up uh, on October 17th as well. Make sure you got your game ready for that. Uh, The basketball showcase. You're going to win something of that this year? Boom Shakalaka? I I better. I need to. Tyler, always great to talk to you, man. Thanks. BYU basketball. You got it. BYU basketball media day continues after this. That was just the first of many interviews that we have. We go back to football next. BYU football all access with linebacker Michael Alisa. There was a blue goggle moment yet again, and he brought the goods. That's next on BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. Buckets! Rise and shout, Cougar fans. This is Taysom Hill, and you are listening to BYU Sports Nation. Check it out, Taysom4.com. He's got his own website. He's on Heisman.com as well as one of 13 top candidates. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. It's basketball media day. Yeah. Sprinkling in some football on game day eve. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan here in Radio Vision. I would dare say that it's BYU sports every day on this show. And here we go. Countdown to kickoff is Friday, 9 Eastern time, live on BYU TV. Watch BYU warm up in the Royal Blues. We'll get you set as BYU and Utah State prepare to play on ESPN. If you didn't hear on BYU Sports Nation on Monday or us discuss it on Tuesday and Wednesday, and, and now today, it's official. Chucky Keaton, the Utah State quarterback, likely out for the rest of the season. That the words of an official Utah State press release. We heard it from Remington Peck on Monday. And you know what we should do right now? We should go back all access with BYU football. Michael Elisa making his weekly stop. We discussed preparing for two quarterbacks, although now it's just one. And there may or may not have been another Blue Goggles moment. Michael, great to have you back on BYU Sports Nation. I see you come bearing gifts. Is this because of what Scott Arlano gifts, did? Yeah. 
Frankincense. That guy, man, he's my boy, and he can't, I can't believe he showed me up like that. I texted him right after the show. I was like, how dare you? How dare you make me look bad on this radio show? Gosh. What do we, what do we have here? So, so right here I have a – this is kind of just a little – Little, uh, Does Spencer get one too, or I just I get two? You get two. Spen- oh, okay. I guess Spencer gets one too. He just stole it from you. But, uh, right now. So the Thursday's Hero program at BYU. Yes. I've I've come to love this. I and, love and, it. And like I think the team has just grown so much because of of the Thursday's Hero program. So this is from one of my uh, you know, Thursday's Hero that that's become very close to me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Call family out in Syracuse and. Uh, you know, I, I wear this band every game, and, and they always notice it, and, and they'll, they'll, you know, comment on my Instagram or my Facebook or post a picture of it and, and just thank me. But uh, it's great. Got to go visit them last night. Took some of the boys with me: Louis Lapuaho, Tuni Knuch, um, who else was with me? Sai Tautu and um, Quinn Lawler. And after the after you we just checked the small guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just was just, there, was there just my, my little bodyguards. Yeah, yeah. They had like ten boxes. Of, well, is this okay? Yeah, they had like ten boxes of pizza. It was a birthday party. Yeah. So we got some food and and uh, the the offensive lineman cleared it out, of course. But uh, after we <laughs> left the house, after we left the house, they're all just like, Michael, that was a life changing experience, man. Thank you so much. So and cool. and that's that's what that's the great. that's what Thursday's hero is. So so this, I mean, yeah, Thank it was you. from one family, but just you know, it says acquire strength here and overcome. So just you know, a little. Way to honor all of our Thursday's heroes at BYU who, who give so much to our program. That's great. I love the Thursday's hero program. I think it's fantastic. Oh, and yeah. uh, having been on the field when you guys have done that a couple times, that, that means a lot. Um, you guys are, are seen all over the place. National exposure being 4-0. On campus, I'm sure it's crazy. What's it like right now being undefeated and ranked and campus life and life in general? You know, so the, the correct answer would be... I don't think about it, you know. That nothing of that, you know. No one looks at the rankings, but that's a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> we all know the rankings right when it comes out, and we all know that you know we're the talk of the town. Um, <clears throat> it's it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, and and it's it's fun though. It, it's it's a fun spot to be in when when you're winning and when you're you're doing well. Everyone everyone likes you. You're on Twitter. Is there a social media aspect to this that? People respond yeah. to you. So, or so, so now, you now be careful. Or yes, now that we're on Twitter, now, now that we're doing well on Twitter, on social media, more people are paying attention to us now. And we just had a meeting actually the other day with Coach Mendenhall, and he said, "Guys, be positive in your tweets. Be be careful what you're tweeting. Everyone's watching. The world is watching us. So just be smart. Be smart." And uh, I actually have a favorite tweet. Oh yes, okay. From this week. You want to read um, it to us? So I and I chose this tweet because of positivity, also because of a you know strong message that it delivered. Um, <clears throat> how do you say this name right here? Is Tim it Montemayor? Montemayor. Okay, yeah. yeah, the Monty Show. Yep. So he tweeted out two days ago. So bummed about the Utes loss. All the excitement was sucked out of the program with one terrible half of football. That's not the tweet. The tweet is from Devon Blackman, D Punto nineteen, D Black twelve, at the Monty Show. Go Cougs. <laughs> Short, simple, to the point, positive for positive. the program. It's so, thought, well, wow. it's so well placed because it's – That was a 25-yard punt return. That's what it's that was. go Cougs not only for BYU but Washington State was oh, the team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That little double, the you know, go Cougs. Yeah. Double meaning yeah. tweet. Yeah, the Cougars uh, won. You're not playing Utah State – or Utah, but you're paying attention to what they're doing, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll end it we all watched the game. We all, I watched the whole game. Of course you did. And I, I paid close attention to what everyone was doing. Oh, Mike, yeah. Mike Leach, former coach. Mm-hmm. Michael Elisa on BYU Sports Nation, BYU Football All Access. We talked to Tom Holmo this week uh, to get kind of a, 
I guess, an overlook on what's going to happen with Jim McMahon and the celebration, how he was involved. And then we talked about the team, obviously, and the national exposure that you're bringing to to BYU and getting people to notice. And he brought up your name specifically. He said, you know, it's it's about a core of team players, and he referenced you specifically. It's like, you know, Michael was coming off an injury. We weren't sure what we were going to get from him, but he's played fantastic. So he used you as an example of why this team is different and special. How does something like that make you feel as a player? I'm, I'm flattered, really. And, and uh, I, I don't think I was always this much of a team player. I, I think that it took a lot of maturing to do and, and a lot of injuries. <laughs> yeah. What do, you mean, what do you mean, man? <laughs> I, I'm, so I'm saying, like, I think in my younger years, I, I was a little more pro-me, and, and I needed to be more pro BYU, hmm. which is where I'm at right now. And I, I love this program. I love everything about it. I love the coaches. love my teammates. And, uh, you know, that, that means a lot coming from because because for me, it truly is a blessing being a part of this program. And I've, I've loved every second. If you want to cry, you can. Uh, I'll save that for after, you know, in the back, backstage area. Don't make me <laughs> do it. Don't make any tissues out there. Okay. Sounds good. Um, <clears throat> I can't even remember what I was going to ask you. It was something yeah. really awesome. How about Bronson oh, oh, oh. No, no, no. Not, no. Uh, does that mindset of more me than the team, does that have something to do with being a running back where it's like, you know what, I've, I've really got to excel individually at this thing, whereas defense is more all 11 yeah. guys? Oh, man, I, I, I've thought about that a lot, and I, I think so. I think it's tough. I'm not saying all running backs are like this, but for me, some of that, right? but for me, I, I would think a lot about stats, yardage, how many touchdowns. That's important you know. for the team. Yeah, yeah. It, it so, so your, your personal stats help the team. But sometimes it's tough to get caught up too much on the personal stats. I get it. Yeah. yeah. With Bronson Kafusi returning, obviously some of your reps will go down, but you still play a ton of linebackers. There's so many bodies flying in and out because and special of teams yeah. captain the speed and you're the special teams captain. So how does your role change in the Utah State game? Uh, so, I mean, I, yeah, still on special teams, definitely. I'm probably going to get a lot less snaps on, on defense, and I'm okay with that. Bronson is a beast, and he's been doing really well in practice. He looks great. And one of my favorite things about Bronson is how tall he is because Utah State does these little quick passes, uh, and yeah. his hands just kind of shoot up there and just bat down balls every single, every single day in practice. Rebound! Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Is, is, that, is that what it is? Basketball? <laughs> hey, rebound that but, basketball. Something like but that. He, he, uh, I think he batted down like four passes yesterday alone. So, oh. yeah. And that's been happening every single day. So from Taysom? No, no, sorry. Against our scout team. Against scout team. Yep, yep. But I mean, he's just so dang tall. Quarterbacks can't even see over him. So I don't know who's going to be playing on Friday, but whoever it is, good luck throwing it over Bronson. Let's talk about preparing for two quarterbacks. Whether it's Chucky Keaton, who's been rumored to potentially be seeking a medical redshirt, or he right. might play, or Daryl Garrettson. What do you, what do you do to prepare for two different guys? So obviously Chucky's the more athletic one, the more mobile one. Um, but really, I think if we just keep true to our, our scheme and just be disciplined, they they do the right option, and that you know you got to really make sure that your backside linebacker is really disciplined, not crashing down too hard or getting up too far on field. What I did against Virginia last week, you know, just like got really excited, ran on up the, the field on the Grayson Lambert, yeah, big run, uh, yeah, on the big run. That was that was completely my fault. I, I should have been more patient, shuffled down the line more. So it's all just about being disciplined, really. Uh, if Keaton plays, it will be a little more scary because he is more mobile. Yet uh, they've struggled to rush the ball. Four new offensive linemen. Uh, they haven't had any running back rush for 70 more. Yet, 
Yet, I think what we learned last week on the pregame show was stopping the run is always going to be the first priority no matter what. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so that just depends on our base defense. Once we can stop the run, then we can get into nickel, you know, rush fewer guys and drop more. Everybody talks about the different uniform combinations, and we've asked Jordan Leslie and, and Remington Peck about what the guys think about donning the royal blue uniforms. What's the atmosphere like in the uniform when you see them for the first time? Yeah, so we just, we just had a little leadership council meeting yesterday, and uh, Mick, our equipment manager, brings in a dummy with the, you know, the royal jersey on, the helmet, the royal shoes, and he has white pants on, and uh, he also has blue pants. So, like... We're gonna decide if we're gonna wear white pants Ooh, or blue pants. I won't you tell. I won't tell you the answer. We no, we came to a consensus. You better go royal on royal. Dude. I, I won't, we'll see. We'll see what we, we run out on in, on, okay. on Friday. Yeah, but uh, it's funny because we're all there like discussing. It's like super important to us players. And Coach Menhall's like, "All right, let's just hurry it up." You know, <laughs> you guys want to pick a purse too that goes with your royal uniforms. <laughs> and we're like, "Come on, Coach, this is important to the. I mean, because for the players, you want to look That's good, you want to feel deal, good, you yeah. play good." But, uh, yeah, it's a huge deal because this is a once-a-year thing. So, I mean, we're, we're just loving every second of wearing these royal blue uniforms. They look awesome. The metallic decals on the helmet. Yeah, we've oh, seen the yeah. helmet. It looks good. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Good job, Mick, coming manager. Uh, Spencer's been wanting to do this for a while. Like, oh, next boy. time you do that, could, he, could you dress, have Spencer in the pads and then he walks out? Yeah, can you be our, our mannequin? Make that happen. That okay. was your high school nickname, wasn't it? Make, oh, my god! <laughs> Work on your positions. Like, so we want like a DB stance and then like okay. a linebacker stance, running back stance, quarterback. I can deliver that. Yeah. I, one time, I, just, I, I want to suit up in a BYU football uniform. And then you got to be able to change the pants fast. <laughs> so we, hey, blue pants. You, I don't know. White pants. Let me see how the blue pants look. Hey, you okay. and Ziggy, like 2011. You're in the same boat, man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Similar builds. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> You're from the same, yeah. Origin, yeah, it's all great. <laughs> yeah, I remember playing pickup with Ziggy now. in the RB, and then now he's in the NFL. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> Jim McMahon's jersey is going to be retired. You guys have a game to play, but what does that mean to you that he's going to be in the, the house and that's happening? I, I, I think it's a special day when, when you can bring back a former player who's done so much for the program and done so well um, and, and honor him. I, I think that's awesome. And you're at halftime, and you don't get to enjoy kind of any of that. It's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of a weird deal I, for you guys, I, right? I would lo- I've never met the man. I would love to, but I mean – Probably won't happen unless he comes and visits us after the game. But I mean, we're not thinking about that, obviously. But uh, uh, it it would be cool to even just see that because that that is a special moment. That's huge to to have your jersey retired. That's big time. Yeah, you've mentioned a couple of things that I find really interesting. You told us last time you were here that you were talking to Craig Bills. You were high school teammates at Tim Few High School, and you said, for the first time since high school, I have that feeling that we're just we're not going to lose a game. We're not going to lose. Yet you say the team is more relaxed. You're laughing more. There's more camaraderie. And so it's this delicate balance of like, well, we're focused when the game is here, but we have like this kind of kickback, laid back attitude. How does that all work? It's such a a thin line and like a, you know, you got to balance it so well because complacency will just kill you. Once you you get complacent, you're done. You're going to lose, no doubt. Um, But – I think playing loose is where that, that relaxed feeling comes from and, and also having enough trust in your teammates to not get stressed and, and all worried about the game. That's where, where you can you know, be happy and enjoy the moment. Um, we, we work with Dr. Manning every day, and, and he'll come in on our team meeting, talk to us for a few minutes. And uh, I, I, I think that he's had a huge effect on the team and on, on the psyche of, of the guys and, and how we approach each practice. I love it.
He had something really interesting to say. We had him on the show this last week. He put the blue goggles on at one point, which was awesome. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Gosh. You should ask him about that. But he said that when you're dealing with high-profile athletes and Division One athletes, fear is very much a part of what happens. It's how they manage the fear and the doubts. And so I was like, wow. So when a Red Bull athlete jumps from 96,000 feet, he's actually kind of scared. I thought they were just loony, you know, crazy. But mm-hmm. he said, no, it's their ability – to manage the fear and to handle situations when they become tough and there, there is adversity. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what, what kind of conversations do you have uh, in regard to that? I, well, well, first of all, I, I like that. That reminds me of, like, uh, the Band of Brothers, like, HBO series. You know, you know fear isn't the absence of uh, – oh, no, I'm sorry. Bravery isn't the absence of fear. It's, it's, you know, being able to just get up and do your job in the face of, fear, in the face of you know, adversity. Um, but – I don't want to get into too much to like the details they tell us because sure. I, I feel like it's it's pretty secrets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, secrets and and it's it's you know a pretty uh, you know intimate room where, where we can share these these uh, tools of of getting better personally. Um, but but one thing is we just focus on on the little things and and the better well sorry the the further along you get in the season and you know the the, the better ranking your team becomes. Uh, I think it's more and more important to focus on the small things. And he's talking to us about that today. He said, continue to just focus on, you know, if you're a pass rusher, focus on your pass rush. If you're a receiver, focus on just making sure catches. Don't get too far ahead of yourselves to where you, you lose sight of, of the matter at hand. So he said, just keep it small. Baby steps. Just keep on going. Yeah, if, you've, if you've seen What About Bob, uh, yeah. baby steps. Absolutely. Uh, I think the only thing that was really <laughs> missing from this great interview was that you didn't check your phone to get the message about plaid. I think that's the only thing we missed. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Who's Ro- royalish need- blue for the game this week. We need to end this interview. Yeah. Do you want the big ones? The, or? The no, royal you, glasses. You know, you t- these are the playoff glasses. Those are the royal- oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh my gosh! <laughs> Michael, great to have you as always. Thank you, sir. Hashtag juvenile hijinks. BYU football <laughs> all access with Michael. We, we can work on the uh, high voice. With the, ah! <laughs> it sounds like some annoying bird outside your window when you're trying to sleep or something. I love how real he is. He's great. When he's like, he's you honest. know what? The right answer is, you know, we're not paying attention to the rank. No, we're, we're paying, all attention. paying attention. We're the talk of the town. No, I, yeah, I appreciate the honesty as well. I love, I love the fact that we could talk to Michael Elise every week. He's great. BYU football ranked undefeated. But they're walking that fine line of having the swagger, but still being confident. And humble swagger. Yeah, the, the humble swagger. Humble, humble swagger. That's where it's at. Up next, a lady who has humble swagger. BYU Volleyball ranked in the top ten in the country oh, yeah. yet again. You won't believe what they've done in all of their wins. This is BYU Sports Nation. Winning. Les Olson Company is a very diverse company. We have a division that supports software and it helps automate business processes and really protect your documents. We have a division called Manage Print Services that takes a holistic view and looks at every device in your company infrastructure and helps you manage that day to day to allow your team of people to focus on what you do best. Les Olson BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision, football, basketball, volleyball, it's all BYU sports. Absolutely. Awkward transition. (laughs) And one lucky fan will win a trip for two to the 2014 Miami Beach Bowl with our BYU Sports Nation. Take your fandom to South Beach or whatever 
or whatever bowl game BYU plays in. Hashtag Fiesta Bowl. All you have to do is follow at BYU Sports Nation on Twitter and then post a tweet using the hashtag BYUSNMiami. Contest ends Saturday, October 4th, so hurry up. You know what? I actually, I'm actually, I'm coming around to the idea of me and that tank top, mankini, whatever you want to call it. You look great. Thanks, Your Jerem. pasty white arms look fantastic. <laughs> Said no one ever. Yeah, yes, said no one ever. Exactly. Our Twitter question today, how does the Chucky Keaton, Utah State quarterback news, he's, if you haven't heard, and you should have by now. Wait, what happened? He will not play against BYU or the rest of the season. How does that news change your outlook on Friday's game? Use the hashtag BYUSN. At Chesh Sports says, Keaton's news doesn't change my outlook. Like I tweeted before the season and got rebuked, this will be an <laughs> easy win for BYU. Hashtag Aggie Tears. We'll find out Friday. 17 yes, plus. That we will. Joining BYU Sports Nation right now, a lady who brings in the humble swagger from BYU women's oh, volleyball. Yeah. Tamber Nobles back in the top 10. Unbelievably, every win you've had this season, Tamber, has come in sweep fashion. What What is going right for BYU women's volleyball? Well, we've just been really trying to focus on being in the present moment and trying to, you know, not thinking about the outcome or past mistakes, but really trying to stay focused and maintain that throughout the whole match. And so that's something that's really helped us to stay even and consistent throughout those matches Tuesday night uh great win in Malibu against Pepperdine in three because you won in three did that mean more beach time yeah what did that mean it meant more rest time for <laughs> us <laughs> come on Sean Olmstead wasn't like to the beach <laughs> no we we're trying to stay focused on the task at hand because and that's winning a conference championship and so we knew that with three matches this week we needed to get back and recover and you know prepare and turn around and be ready to play these next two teams. So. And that's the right answer. That's well played. You're a seasoned vet. <laughs> so I've always wanted to know, when when did the group hug after every point become like a thing in volleyball? <laughs> every time I say this, I'm well, like, group hug! It, it is a thing. <laughs> well, I mean, just after every point, after every touchdown, they get together and they cheer together, right? Okay. So after every point, we like to get together and kind of refocus and, you know, just come together. It's that team unity that kind of helps. Are there any like secret things that you say to each other? Do you say anything like, weird? Random things? Like, is it always like, let's go, let's go? Or are you like, fruit snacks? Oh, I, like, love I, them. I had the best date last night. Or yeah, my husband random? made the most awesome dinner for me. Something random? Uh, not quite, but we'll kind of talk about the next play, or sometimes we'll just hug each other and like, good play, or just kind of show that we. Or cheering for each other. And so you're actually each focused other. on the game. Yeah. What do you oh, know? How about yes. that? What would happen if you didn't do that? Like a no huddle volleyball? Um, you're just like, hold still, don't, don't move, don't move. Just after every kill, you just yeah, kill. cheer for yourself. Yeah, your just position. point at each other, high five, uh, air five. It'd be a lot kind of boring, actually. It would be yeah. boring. It's a lot you're more right. fun when you're playing together as a group. This is true. Okay. Hug it out. Get the emotion out. Let's go back to being focused. I always uh, have loved the way that Sean Olmstead is passionate when he does his interviews and when he's in the locker room. He told me he like laid out on the floor in the locker room the other night to show you what a pancake gig was. <laughs> like, what, what's the locker room in like with Sean right? in inside of a match? He's just he's very um, he cares about us. And he wants us to be our best. And he holds us to a high standard. And when we're not performing that high standard he gets on us and that's his job and that and we need to always be our best and he holds us to that what's this team capable of uh ranked number 10 you've played a couple of good teams your your two losses are to to good teams top 10 teams what do you guys think you can do 
sky's the limit. I think we just got to believe in ourselves, and we were right there with those teams, and just it showed us what we needed to get better at. And so in practice, those, that's our focus. And, you know, we got back yesterday and got right back into the gym, and I think that's a big um, – characteristic of this team that we we want to get better every day we want to be one of those top teams spencer's too shy to ask this so i'm going to interrupt okay. him and ask it right. is there something you want him to say when you get a kill tonight against san francisco on BYU tv like like right after like <laughs> jumanji or something <laughs> um i mean i'd say not hyphenate my name okay tambor mobile <laughs> that, that makes yeah, it a lot easier honestly, that was for one of that was one of my dad's wishes when i got married he was like please don't hyphenate your name it just gets too confusing i yeah. i have i have gone to the with camry and with tia i i say it try and say it like one time at the very yeah. beginning, and then it just becomes <laughs> welling look at you journalist first reference and willardson yeah. okay that, no yeah. like boom goes to dynamite or anything and it, um i mean I mean, I guess it's up to you. I guess I don't really hear it, so. But the nation will. You think the about nation it, will. and then you tell Spencer, okay. okay? All right. Or Spender, according to the game notes. I love it. Okay. Royce Hinton, Sports Information Director, please continue that. He's in the room. Please continue that because that's fantastic. <laughs> Tambor, congratulations on your success thus far. I know you came off a, a tough surgery, and it was a little bit of a slow go getting the, uh, going in the beginning of the season, but uh, now you're rocking and rolling, and we're looking forward to what you do. Thank you. Can you sign this flag? Give us your Herbie Hancock. Of course. Thank you. Tambor Nobles. Don't call her Tambor Haddock Nobles. It's just Tambor <laughs> Nobles. We'll think of something. BYU game day against San Francisco. You can watch the match live on BYU TV tonight at 7 Mountain 9 Eastern. Up next, more responses to your Twitter question. This is BYU Sports Nation. I'm the noblest. BYU Sports Nation presented in part by DexterLaw.com. Help when you need it most. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan here. You know what time it is, Jerem? Time to read some tweets. Yay! It's Twitter time. Glad you picked up on that, my friend. Uh, It's like you're a professional or something. At J underscore B Winters. The Dairy Utes (laughs) have no chance. They never did. (laughs) The Dairy Utes. What? Haven't won in Provo since Jimmy Carter was the president of the United States. About that. Do you know the last time? I'm probably jumping stat of the day for tomorrow or something. The last time the Utah State won in, in Provo against Brigham? 78. Yeah. Jim McMahon was the quarterback in the game. He split time with Mark Wilson and BYU lost. Our own Ben Bagley was, I think, three years old. You think? He just told you he is. Yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't whisper in your, anything in, in my your, ear. In I didn't ear. know that. I never heard that before in my life. BYU Basketball Media Day rolls on. We're only through one hour of this two-hour awesomeness. Get some! The BGS program was absolutely the best preparation that I had for law school. Each step is something that I could do. And when we set our minds to it and when we really put our energies and our focus on something... uh, We should prepare to be astounded with the results that we are capable of achieving. Finish at home what you started at BYU. Bachelor of General Studies. Is it your turn? A contest of wills, a test of skills, and plenty of thrills. Hi, I'm Dave McCann. BYU TV Sports brings Cougar Athletics to a nationwide audience. Your company's message can reach the homes of loyal BYU fans from Anchorage to Miami. Fans who follow the Cougars and support companies that champion BYU athletics. 
Put your company in the lead. Catch the sponsorship opportunity today. Contact us for details. Email sponsorship at byu.edu. From the air, the evidence is clear. Platinum roofing, waterproofing, and energy constructs roofs designed to save energy. Platinum employs sustainable products and practices in creating roofs that can reduce businesses' energy consumption and carbon footprints. Cool roof technology employed by Platinum Roofing reflects solar energy back into space, which can lessen the impact of global warming. Platinum Roofing, serving California and the western United States. Learn more at PlatinumRoofingInc.com. I had to go through, you know, four locked gates just to get to my office. You know, this was, it was maximum security. I lost a lot of friends from high school and junior high school that went over there and got killed. And I lost about five friends. It's a different type of punishment. I like to talk for three hours because they're like, all right, will you please stop? It's like, don't do it again. You want to sit here. Saturday at 7.30 Eastern, 5.30 Mountain on BYU-TV. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. Hour number two. Free BYU Sports Nation. It's free. For all. Extra. BYU Basketball Media Day, sprinkled in a little bit of game day football. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is good. Saving you from one hour of boredom at a time. Boom shakalaka is a creation from one Kyle Kilton, or Kyle Chilton, however you want to say it. And Bill Hoops. And Bill Hoops. And Jerem Jordan. October 17th, version 2.0, we, man. We started it last year. It was great. Everyone, it was fantastic. Pack Smith Fieldhouse. We expect the same thing. Friday, October 17th, 9 Eastern time, live on BYU TV. Boom shakalaka! 2.0. And we're excited to host that. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> that was well executed. Boom shakalaka! It's probably 2.0. a rights issue associated with that. We're going to have to delete that from the web version. <laughs> no, we won't. I'm just kidding. Hashtag producer problems. It is BYU Basketball Media Day. We already talked to Tyler Hawes. If you missed that interview, you can see that shortly on YouTube on our BYU Sports Nation page. Our Twitter question today is football-centric. How does the Chucky Keaton news change the outlook for BYU football against the Aggies on Friday? Use the hashtag BYUSN. You can also send in questions yeah. to our BYU basketball players. Using the same hashtag. So make sure you say, like, for Anson Winder, for example, uh, hashtag BYUSN. Then we know who it's for. Oh, it's, it's funny you mention Anson Winder. Jump the Because guess. here he is, Anson. Anson, what's up? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm here. This is live. <laughs> this, this is live. Are you ready to do this? Let's do it. Okay, you've, you've been here this morning uh, doing some stuff, some promo Across stuff. Across the hall, Studio yeah. A. Walk us through your activities. Yeah, what, yeah. what are your activities this morning? Um... A lot of close-up face shots. Um, Ooh, nice. We've been doing a little bit of dunking, a little bit of ball handling. Uh, just kind of hanging out, really, just seeing all the guys. You know, the freshmen, they haven't been through this before, so they're kind of going through the, the swing of things of, you know, interviews and pictures and things like that. So it's cool to see. You know, I was I was at freshman a while ago, and, you know, it's cool to see them kind of step into that new role. Fifth-year senior. I remember when you were just a little red shirt in your shirt and tie on the bench for Jimmer's senior year. And now you're a fifth-year senior. What kind of difference do you feel from then to now? Um, that's funny you ask because I've, I've thought about that before. And, you know, I've tried so hard every year to kind of emulate, you know, what that team has done. And, you know, you don't really feel that way until you get to be a senior and you're in those shoes. And, and then finally you can kind of take over that leadership role and, and hopefully lead your team the way Jimmer and, and Jackson and Logan kind of mm-hmm. led their team that year. 
So, you know, I just uh, it's big shoes to fill, but I hope uh, we, we can definitely do that this year. You're a busy guy with school and basketball, obviously, and also being at as many home volleyball games as you can to, to support <laughs> Alexa couple. Gray. She, yeah. Alexa Gray <laughs> is killing it right now. She's yeah, fantastic. She, yeah, she's She's doing really well right now. How do you how do you manage your time between school and everything that's going on? Um, yeah, I have to sit down and really plan my day or plan the week. Really, um, you know, yeah, like you said, there's so much going on with school, basketball, and I got to get to you know a couple of volleyball games every now and then. So just prioritizing really, and and just you know making sure you have everything in order. But this is going to be the best year of your life. It's your senior year of college. It's going to be yeah. fantastic. Senior year, uh, senior year of basketball last year. It's exciting, um, a little bit surreal. You know, it hasn't it's starting to dawn on me a little bit, uh, but extremely excited. If you want to cry, feel free. It's fine. <laughs> it's, just, just do it. This is the place. Let the emotions to do that. flow. <laughs> you, you mentioned school. You graduated with your undergrad in April. So what are you up to now? So, yeah, I finished the undergrad last April, uh, applied for a master's program in public administration and, and got into that. So uh, I'm in a full full load right now uh, doing that public administration. Why? So, wow. So. Why? Why? Why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> um, it's funny because as a kid, uh, that was always the goal. My sister, um, she got her master's in UNLV. And, you know, I have aunts and uncles who have all had graduate degrees. So it was kind of the goal um, from the beginning is to – I don't know if I – actually have a chance to do it while playing basketball. Um, but I just knew one day I'd, I'd want to go back and, and do a graduate degree. So you know, to want? be able to do it now is, is exciting. What do you want to do with it? Um, hopefully uh, I want to get into healthcare. You know, I'm a, a big fan of healthcare and uh, I love helping people. Uh, I didn't want to go the physician route, but I thought uh, with administration that would be the next best thing. So that's nice. kind of the, the reasoning behind that. You're not listed as a point guard option anymore, even though you did that in high school and, and you certainly are capable of doing that. What is your role on the BYU basketball team this year? Um, I think it kind of resembles uh, what, what I did last year. Um, I'm a spark, you know, either starting or off the bench, uh, come in and kind of ho- uh, hold down the fort for the defensive end, uh, kind of get the guys going energy-wise, and just bring whatever intensity I can to, to get the guys going and hopefully get a win. You know, I, I think what we lacked a little bit last year was a leadership because we didn't have any seniors and I think what we've been stressing a lot this year is to, you know, bring that leadership with the five of us and um, and just kind of lead our guys. You know, we have a lot of young guys and a lot of veterans. And I think that's a good combination, especially with I mean, the amount of guys that we have and mm-hmm. the schedule where, you know, we have the set to play. Um, it's just going to it's going to take a lot from our leaders to to get the guys going every day, you know, in practice and in games. Dave Rose led squads get buckets. <laughs> Top 10 offense. You guys are fantastic at scoring the basketball. The big question mark last year was, you know, and you guys have talked about it a lot, defense. How do we get better defensively? Who's the defensive stopper on this team? Um, I'd like to think that I am the defensive stopper on the team. I think I personally take a lot of responsibility in stopping my man and, and, and anchoring the defense. Um, but we have a lot of guys this year that can really play defense. Uh, Frank Bartley, Kyle Consworth, um, Chase Fisher, they all are defensive guys. Skyler Hoffer, I mean, everyone has that defensive mindset coming into this year, and I think it's a different mentality um, knowing that we didn't play so well last year on the defensive end. Um, it's uh, eagerness to you know play a lot better this year. It helps when you add shot blockers as well. Isaac yeah. Nielsen, Corbin Kafusi, and those guys. Yeah, I'm, I was telling the guys earlier, I think this is probably one of the biggest teams that I've played on since I've been at BYU. We have, you know, countless numbers of 6'8", six, 6'9", six, six, Unlike last year. Unlike last year. And these guys are, they're active. Um, they're athletic. They're shot blockers and defenders. And, you know, it's, it's active. And it's nice to have that group of bigs that you can rotate in and out and, and have a presence down low. 
I'm guessing it takes some serious swagger to be the lockdown guy. Do you like the challenge of knowing that, hey, I'm, I'm probably going to have to guard their best score on an, any given night? Um, yeah, I, I love that. I embrace the challenge. Um, it, it's nice every day in practice because you get to go against, you know, a, a Tyler Hawes or a Chase Fisher who are, you know, high volume scorers. And, you know, look at Tyler and he's one of the, you know, best scorers in the country. And, you know, that kind of prepares me for the games that are, you know, coming, the upcoming games, because I don't think most of these players aren't as good as, you know, the, the type of offensive player that Tyler is. So to be able to go against them every day kind of prepares me for, you know, the things to come. And I, I embrace the role and I, I look forward to, you know, coming in every game and, and giving it my all on the defensive Chase end. prepares you for the trash talk that you will <laughs> also be up against this year. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> – the excessiveness, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, you definitely will get – trash talk and a good offensive performance from him so it's kind of the best of both worlds and a little frustrating at times but you know it's good to have that competition does chase play defense as well yes he does he's a i mean i, I, I was interested like, in your answer there yeah because uh, <laughs> even if you ask him he, he was kind of labeled as a, a non-defensive guy at, at wake and to come here and you know kind of start fresh and clean slate i mean he he knows he can play defense and, mm-hmm. and now it's just you know embracing the role and and doing it every day, and he's been working on it all last year, and I know he's working on it this year. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's uh, excited to, you know, fill those shoes. That was an opportunity to trash talk him. You didn't take it, which is fine, <laughs> but it was there. You're taking the high road. Taking the high road's always good. Uh, you're right. Yeah, I mean, I can I can't bash him on national TV. <laughs> You'll bash him in front. Even, even though he's going to do it to you like 20 minutes later. I know probably. he will, and I'm going to regret it. I'm going to say, man, I should have said it when I had the chance, man. Anson Winder with us, BYU Basketball Media Day on BYU Sports Nation. Send in your questions to Anson or any of the BYU basketball players using the hashtag BYUSN. There are a ton of guys on this team. Talked to Tyler Haas earlier. He said, "Depth. Guys want to compete. They're going all out." How is it a good thing to have a ton of guys in practice? Um, well, I look back at the years prior, and um, there's been days where guys are hurt or sick, and we only have eight people in practice. We have to bring in managers to practice, and it's like, man, this is stressful going two hours with just these eight guys, and you have to go into a game with just eight players, and, and it's tough. And you get into a situation like this where you have 18, and now you have to compete. Um, you know, that, that sense of urgency isn't always there when you just have eight guys because you know, hey, look, I, I have to play. There's only eight. But now that you have 18, you know, that, that competitiveness is there. And, you know, you have to bring it all every day or, you know, the next guy is going to come in. And, and that's just the depth that we have. And, and with the experience and new roles, um, it's going to make for a good competition. I love the schedule, especially at some December home games, notably Utah, UMass, Stanford, Gonzaga, Maui, uh, Utah State. You got some good ones in there. What what ones stick out to you as ones that you uh, are ex- especially excited about? Besides um, Arkansas Little Rock. Besides Arkansas Little Rock, um, definitely uh, Stanford at UMass. And, of course, uh, Maui Invitational. Um, it's such a big tournament. I mean, I've grown up watching it. You see all the big names go there, like Duke and North Carolina, Georgetown. Everyone goes there. And to be able to you know, play games in that environment in such a big stage, it's going to prove to really help us, um, especially with San Diego State and, you know, with Pitt and Arizona, all these big big name teams in the tournament. If we can get some wins there and, um, you know, that can only help our schedule and and help our experience and and going throughout the year, especially when we prepare for conference. Dave Rose does not shy away from playing the big boys, if you will. He's made it uh, a part of his regime as the coach at BYU to go out and play people. You look at December's home schedule. But now they're in Provo. Utah, yeah. 
and UMass, Stanford, and then Gonzaga to open up West Coast Conference play. Have you ever seen a home schedule this loaded in your time here at BYU? No, I haven't. Um, you know, from my freshman year on, kind of, we've been on the road playing these big name teams because you know sometimes it's hard to get them to come to the Marriott. So to have a lot of these home games, um, it's exciting because I know for a lot of these away games we went to last year, um, it was a good test for us. Um, to have them coming back here, uh, it'll be good for our guys to get that home that home environment behind us, that sixth man, and uh, just build from that. Um, you can't really, I guess, you can't really go against playing on the road. Uh, but you equalize it by playing at home, and that can only help your team. Absolutely. It's going to be a fun December, that's for yeah. sure. Who's going to be the surprise player mm. of, of the year where fans maybe don't know about them right now, a lot of newcomers? Who's going to be a guy or two that's like, hey, watch for this guy? Um, I mean, there's so many. There's a, there's a quite a few. Um, there's Corbin Confuci, uh, you know, big man in the middle. He's very active. Um, there's Jake Toulson, a really great outside shooter. Um, guys know about Chase, but Chase is, you know, offensive threat. Um, Dalton Nixon, not too many guys talk about him, and he's he's been working hard on his game all summer and all spring, and, you know, he's going to be prepared. And I mean, just a bunch of names like that. Isaac Nielsen, um, another guy, he came back from his mission. He's kind of – he's redshirted and used the summer to kind of get ready for the year. All these guys are – you know, they're eager and they're, they're you know, excited to get out and compete and, and play on this college level. Boom shakalaka coming up on October 17th. We previewed that as we started the second hour of BYU Sports Nation. What do you? What are you guaranteeing that will happen in Boom Shakalaka this year from Anson Winder? <laughs> guaranteeing. Um, I'd like to guarantee that I could at least win the skills contest or the three point contest, but you know, you never know. Last year I thought I had it in the bag too, but didn't quite get it done. So hopefully that's the goal this year: is to win one of those events, and, and it'll be make for a good time. Uh, last yes. year it was it was packed. Um, it was fun. It was so much fun. The atmosphere was unreal, and everything we did was just an exciting and fun. You get to see the guys compete and you know bring the crowd into it and, and just have you guys there. It just makes for a good time, and I, I really enjoyed it last year. Thanks for that little plug for us. I appreciate that a lot. That's, that's well played. That's a yeah, veteran. That, senior. that is a senior, senior move yeah. right there. Yeah. What's one question you want us to ask Chase Fisher? Anything. Ask, ask Chase Fisher. Uh, hmm. Ask him if he's making any gains lately. And uh, who is who his best roommate is? <laughs> any that. any gains? Yeah, like weight gains. Okay. Weight gains. Okay, okay. About uh, okay. muscle weight. mass and, and gaining you, weight. Excellent. Making, okay. So Excellent. ask him if he's making. I'm, any I'm gains. writing these down right now. <laughs> Anson, thanks for uh, joining us. Great to have you on BYU Basketball Media Day. No, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Have you signed our Rise Up flag yet, Anson? I don't think so. Then you will, need to I, do that before you, you leave. Do it. Will you give us your Definitely. signature? Thank you. BYU Basketball Media Day continues on BYU Sports MPA. Nation. Just talk to Anson Winder. Yeah, MPA superstar. <laughs> if you want help on time management, also you can seek out Anson on Twitter. No, leave him alone. He doesn't have time. Okay, that's right. He doesn't. <laughs> we continue next. Guess who's up next, Jerem? Who? Chase Fisher! Oh, boy. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live in Studio B. It's BYU Basketball Media Day. Caller. And we have a two-hour edition of the show. Coming up Friday at 9 Eastern time, countdown to kickoff live on BYU TV as we get you set for BYU and Utah State. BYU wearing the royal blue uniforms. Michael Lisa told us either white or royal pants. So we'll find out Friday. We know the answer. We're not going to tell you. Countdown to kickoff Friday, 90s. You can time. see it. You, you can, can see, see it. the answer. Yes. Jamal Williams' mom just tweeted in, 
we wore royal blue pants against Utah last year, so I'm not sure about hey, it. She hey, said she's praying. Sc- she's hey, praying about it. Let's go. Move. On, let's move on from that, Nicole. <laughs> who's going to be on the show Friday? Friday tomorrow. Yeah. That's tomorrow. right. Tomorrow's Friday. Live Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Join us for BYU Sports Nation. Our Twitter question has now transitioned into: What are your questions for BYU basketball? And specifically, what are your questions for Chase Fisher? That is right. The man actually gets to play a game this year. Chase, yeah. welcome to the set. I, I imagine you are you are itching to get on the floor against Long Beach State. Oh, absolutely. It's been a uh, it's been a long year, rough year, and at some points uh, mentally. But now I'm excited, man. It's going to be a good year. What are you the most excited about? Um, I think just kind of being around the guys and having like a purpose for me. Because, I mean, last year I was around the guys and doing everything they do, except it was kind of like when practice started, you kind of get go to the scout team and you're not really involved. You're just kind of doing your own thing. So I think just being around everybody and uh, and preparing for games and really being in game prep, um, it's kind of taken my game to another level and my intensity because, like, I'm actually playing now. So it feels good. That said, Jamal Ates told us last year that, that you and he, like, made it a point to dominate yeah. the, the A team. How did that go last year? Um, I don't want to make any outlandish comments, but I'm gonna. <laughs> wait, wait, um, what? Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna. Please do. We, our scout team, at some points in the year, I'm gonna say most of the year, beat our first team more than they beat us. <laughs> what so, place would you have finished in the WCC? That's what me and Jamal team. were talking about. I was gonna say fourth or fifth, <laughs> if we're being honest. Well, because we had me, Jamal, Isaac, Jordan Ellis, Isaac, Noah Hartsock played. Noah probably wouldn't have had eligibility in the WCC, but I get yeah. that. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we had a good team. That's pretty good. Yeah. You should throw in uh, Cody Fuger in there. Yeah, but is he, he the best three point shooter on the team? Have you seen him? We play pickup yeah, with him a lot. Man. I've, did, you like, guess, did you guys play this morning? I no, think. no. He played this morning. Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, he's, he's like seventy <laughs> percent. It's unbelievable. He's a streaky guy. I'm gonna be honest. He's he's not knocked down, but he's a gritty player. He's a veteran. So. <laughs> <laughs> Cliche. Wow. <laughs> Chase Fisher with us on BYU Sports Nation. It is BYU Basketball Media Day. We just talked to Anson Winder. He wanted us to ask you a couple of questions. Hit me. First, have you made any gains lately? Weight gains. I've been making all mu- ki- I've been ma- I've been mass. making all kinds of gains. Gains for days? What? I'm um, 192 pounds, solid muscle, seven percent <laughs> body fat. My macronutrients are on point. My micronutrients you're, are even you're better. What? Your macronutrients? Well, yeah, well, your fats, carbs, and proteins, baby. Yeah, I'm man. a big health guy. Yeah. I'm into that. And uh yeah. So to answer Anson's question, I've been making some gains, yeah. Is your accent your uh, social competitive advantage in Provo? Uh, yes, I would say it's my social competitive advantage. Somebody actually just said something about my accent in my bowling class I just had. So, um, You're like, yeah, I I'm really from think, I think I'm really proper, though, and I think I've – you know, I, I I speak properly, but people think like I'm really twangy, and everybody. <laughs> t- Coach Nashif always makes fun of my accent, like, and I don't think it's that bad, but I think whatever, it's man. I think you have a good accent. I my dad's that. from Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, okay, and I grew up eating grits and coleslaw and hush puppies oh, yeah. and all that. Yeah, that's the good. I feel stuff, you, man. brother. That's the good stuff. I feel you, brother. <laughs> the second question Anson wanted us to ask you is, who's your best roommate? Who's my best roommate? Um, well, he should have rephrased that. Because he's my only roommate, okay. but he's also my best roommate. Hundred okay. percent touchdown. <laughs> yeah, Anson Winder. Good for Anson for asking that question. That was a good one. Yeah, he had a chance to kind of go after you because yeah. I was like, "Does Chase play defense?" I just opened the door. He didn't walk through it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I appreciate that about Anson. Me and Anson, one thing we go at each other a lot. Not just friendly, but when it comes down to it, that's my room dog. You always got to have your room dog's back. So 
I love ants, man. Room dog. That's a new one for me. I love it. <laughs> so you're like, you're like brother. It's a brotherly relationship. It's a brotherly relationship. No question about it. Chase Fisher with us on BYU Basketball Media Day here on BYU Sports Nation. This season, a lot of anticipation with the senior leadership that's in place. Anson talked about his role. We already talked to Tyler Haas. What, what are the realistic expectations for BYU basketball in the upcoming season? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think it's easy for a lot of teams right before the season to say, you know what, we want to win a national championship. We want to do this. And we want to do that. But I think our mindset right now is we have a, we have a great schedule. We're in a great conference. We've got a great team, and I think we have a lot of good chemistry coming together. Our goal is just to win every game we play. That's mm-hmm. what we say. We're coming into every single game. We're going into Maui trying to win every game. Long Beach, our opener. We're trying to win every single game we play. And I think if you approach it with that mindset, you don't get caught up in the hype and what you want to do this season. You just say, listen, every game we go out, we're going to give it 100% and try and win every game we play. So I think that's our mindset. What games stick out to you on the schedule that you're – Especially excited for? Um, Long Beach State, obviously, just because it's the opener, and that'll be big for me uh, personally. But I think um, I think San Diego State is big, and uh, Gonzaga. I've always, I've ever since like, since I got here, Gonzaga's really been, I think we opened in conference with them, right? Yeah, at what, home. What at an home. opener. Yeah, so I think that's one I'm really looking forward to. So The mindset of a shooter is uh, an interesting place. We want to go inside the mind of Chase Fisher. This is dangerous. Okay? Very dangerous. You, you have to be a guy where you can airball a three-pointer, and yeah. then the next time down the floor you're like, give, give me the ball. How, how does that work? Um, it's, it's tough. And I think throughout my career, um, and especially at Wake Forest, I think I was a little bit different too, is that I, uh, I would do that. I'd airball one, or I'd miss one really badly, or I'd miss a couple in a row, and I'd get really down on myself. But I think – um, you just have to be really confident. And I think as I've gotten older, I've become more and more confident. And now I think I'm at my peak confidence, maybe. <laughs> um, no, but I think you just really have to be confident in your abilities and confident in what you do. And, you know, I'm not going to just take a crazy shot just to take a crazy shot. You know, I'm going to take a shot I think I can make. So I just think, man, it, it's all confidence. And for me, I, I've stopped worrying about my shot. I don't, if I'm saying, oh, man, I'm missing the left, my hand's here, I'm not getting enough rotation, this, 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 I do not do that at all. My dad used to really, like, correct my shot. And I, I've stopped doing that completely. And I'm just a, a feel shooter, and I feel how I'm feeling, and I just do it. So I think for me, just being free flow and, you know, staying positive is good, too. Got a Twitter question for you at JPNets54. What can you bring to the table offensively besides three-point shooting? Um, you know, I think one thing for me that I've worked on a lot this offseason and last year uh, when I was redshirting is really handling the ball. And I'm, I think, for me personally, I think I'm really good off ball screens. I'm a great passer. I have a good feel for the game. So I think that's an underrated part for my game is my off-the-dribble game and, um, you know, being a passer. Because I think I really find open guys and have a good feel for the game. So I think, And I've gotten a lot bigger and stronger, too, so I think I can handle guys off of pick and rolls. And that's one area I've expanded my game. Hashtag macronutrients. Hashtag micronutrients Micro as well. Nutrients just as, as well. important. Okay. <laughs> just as important. Gains for days. We Gains. To, Jeremy and I have just started working out like every day. We need to have a conversation, Chase. We do. Let's sit down and break <laughs> some stuff down. I'd love to talk to you guys. Breaking my muscles down, man. <laughs> Another question in from Twitter. This one from at Lasersheep. Can you throw it down? Can I throw it down? Um, yes, I can throw it down. I'm not a guy who's going to impress you with my dunking. Hey, <laughs> a three-pointer is worth more than a throwing it down. Fact. To Lasersheep. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, actually, I, ha- I can throw it down. And I actually had surgery on my meniscus this summer because I guess it was torn mm. for like a year and a half. And I didn't what, even what, know. Wow. And, Which one? Uh, my left one, mm-hmm. and 
it's I feel better than ever. And I remember the first time I came back, like four weeks after the surgery, I was feeling good, and I dunked one, like in a pickup or like in in between a pickup game, really easily. So. I can dunk a lot easier now than I could. Let's just put it that way. Are you fully healed from that? Oh, yeah. When 100%. was that? Um, August. Maybe, yeah. No, no, no. July, I think. It was mid-July. This and, July. Yeah, this July. Wow. So. Okay. Uh, when you look at the upcoming season, lots of new guys on this roster, yeah. including yourself, uh, for the first time in games. Tell us about some of the newer guys that people should watch out for that haven't seen play yet. Mm. Um, you know, I think one guy that I just walked over here with actually, Kyle Davis from Utah State, just came. I really like his game. Unfortunately, um, ineligible to play this yeah, year. Yeah, really good, really good player. Jake Toulson, freshman coming in, really smart, really getting the hang of things. Um, I think all three freshmen, Dalton Nixon and Andrus, they're all very skilled. Is what is what I think is really good for us. So I think we have good freshmen coming in. Um, and I, who else do we have? Corbin Kafusi uh, is Corbin, the one that oh, I man. think people are especially excited about. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a freak, man. And I've been at Wake Forest. We had some freak athletes, some guys that are just five star recruits. This, and he's, I mean, more athletic and more freaky wow. than I've seen anyone. So I think, wow. uh, and he obviously needs to get a feel for the game and the speed of the game and the plays and everything. But and I think he's doing that. He's doing great. So um, yeah, he's he's going to be a factor. He's really just physically gifted, and he's a great guy too. So. Chase Fisher, shooting guard, BYU basketball on BYU Basketball Media Day here. Scoring guard. Scoring, sorry, scoring guard. Appreciate that. Hashtag gains. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know your backstory because you've told us this uh, mm-hmm. on, on BYU Sports Nation before, but how did you end up at BYU of all places? <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a crazy road. Uh, when I decided to transfer from Wake, um, I mean, I was fielding calls from school, different schools and stuff. And Mark Popo, I knew from Wake Forest, he was an assistant there. He called me, um, and I didn't answer at first. It was like midnight East Coast time, and uh, I think he was at the Final Four. Called me again, and then I, I talked to him, and he was just like, "Hey, man, what's up? He's from BYU," and he just started talking to me. And I was, I was just kind of like, "Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't really know anything about BYU. I love BYU because I knew I love Jimmer, and then I mm-hmm. followed it and stuff, but." The next day, he calls me again. We talk a little bit, and I'm like, yeah, I still don't know, and he just keeps calling me every single day. Um, and then him and Coach Rose fly out to Winston-Salem, and wake where Wake Forest is in North Carolina, and we sit down and talk. And my dad came down uh, from West Virginia and talked and stuff. And, you know, we just had a good feel for the coaches. And then I came out to visit, and I was still kind of like, I mean, it's BYU. I have to take a visit. It's a great school, great basketball school. Um, and I came out here, and I, you know, fell in love with everything. I loved Utah. You know, I met Matt, Matt Carlino when he was here. Um, I met Ty, Tyler Halls. I met Anson, a lot of the guys. And I just really had a good feel for him. And I really trusted Coach Rose and Coach Pope. And, I mean, Coach Rose is obviously one of the best coaches in the nation. So um, I just thought it was, kind of, it was kind of a leap of faith for me because I'm always on the East Coast. So I just said, you know what, why not? And, I, uh, and now I'm here. So Fantastic. I think people are excited to see you play this year. Yeah. Uh, at some guy named T. Lacombe, he says... <laughs> You don't want in his mind, Tim Lacombe. Who is that guy? Assistant coach. <laughs> Who is you this guy? You don't want in his mind. That's what he said. Reaction? Um, you know what? I, I don't have anything to say to that because I think I've, I've got a brilliant mind. A beautiful mind? A beautiful mind. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I've got, I got a lot of haters out there, obviously, you know. But I don't yeah, know if this, that's actually hating. But This T. La, T. Lacombe guy. Yeah. How dare wow. he? At Hillsdale Mag, Chase. You or Tyler one-on-one? Oh, one-on-one? Me. Um, I'm going to say me. 
And I know is Ty, Ty came on already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, he, that's a good thing. So because uh, Ty, Ty can get can, real crazy with the things he says, he gets really that guy out is of outspoken. Line. Yeah, we talked to him. We that talked guy. him about him honing down his getting in players' faces. I know. I was like, and, stop punching people, man. Oh yeah, stop Ty, Bronson Kafusaning. Ty, Ty gets crazy. Um, no, you know what? Obviously, I'm going to say me, but Ty's a great player. Obviously, he's unreal one-on-one player scorer. Um, that'd be a good game. I'm not even going to. I'm going to say me, but that's a tough one because. Ty's tough to guard. I'm tough to guard. So, I don't know. Me and Ty are about the same weight now, though. He dropped some pounds. Yeah, he's lighter. Yeah, he so it's the I don't know. Right I might now. take him in the post a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, show, him the, show him those gains a little bit. But, <laughs> no, I mean, that, that'd be a good game. I don't know. What, uh, what was playing in the ACC like? A couple, maybe a couple experiences you had that you think mm-hmm. will help you benefit. You know, you played at Duke and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, at Carolina. I think just being on that, that big of a stage every night, it was kind of a – you know, a really big atmosphere and a big game. And every night you're going up against, and it's the same at BYU, but every night you're going up against, you know, really, really good players. And all Americans, all state guys, everybody's a really good player. And I think, you know, the the bright lights and the stages of places won't affect me as much. And I mean, everybody's going to be a little starstruck. But now I've been through that for two years. Um, and I think that will really help. And just the process of kind of, the travel and the playing in the big venues and preparing for these really good teams, I think, uh, will help me a lot. And you know, because people can get overwhelmed with that. That's a lot of stuff, and then you have to Certainly. go out there and perform. So, I think for me, I'm just kind of literally focused on playing. And everything else is I've been through, I've done that. You know, I'm a lot more mature now. So I think just focusing on playing is is the best part of that. How does the atmosphere at the Marriott Center compare to some of those ACC atmospheres that you saw? Oh, it's better than all of them, I think. Even I and I really think it's better than Duke's. Duke's atmosphere really? was Duke's atmosphere was pretty crazy. Um but I really think, man, that this many people in the Marriott Center and so how the sheer loud volume. it gets the sheer volume and just the fan base and I I mean, it's up there with Duke. I, I really think so. It's hmm. it's awesome. So, I mean, there's a lot of good places in the ACC, obviously. Virginia was really cool to play in. Maryland was really cool to play in. So, I think – but BYU is up there with, with all of them easily. So wow. That's impressive. Uh, what uh, What's the biggest known thing about this team, you think? A lot of new guys, but what do you know the most? Um – from the outside looking in, from from fans' perspective, from, or your from perspective. me, from my perspective, mm-hmm. um, I think we're the thing I know for the most certainty is we're really close group, and I know it's overrated to say that everyone kind of says that we're a close group, but I really think like off the court we really go on, but on the court these practices we've been having, I think we've just shown great chemistry, um, and obviously I think one thing we can score the ball. I think we've got a lot of offensive weapons this year. Um, but I think our chemistry, and, and we got a lot of leadership this year. I think we have really good – we have a lot of older guys. Um, so I think that's the thing that's really most important and that's going to get us through the season. We have a tough schedule, tough conference schedule, and I think our leadership um, is big this year and our chemistry. So, and I think those are the two most important things for a team. Okay. I've had a few people, including one of your coaches, tell me that you belong in front of a camera, Chase. <laughs> have you thought about a, a career in broadcasting? Um, uh, yeah, a little bit. I like being in front of camera. I like talking. I, I mean, I feel like I'm a little vibrant personality. You seem so. shy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel comfortable in front of camera. You know, I, there's nothing. There's, I just speak my mind, and I am who I am. You know. I think. I think we need to make this a weekly segment, Chase. And I said this last year. You know, I, you guys remember saying, "I think I need my. We needed our own show. I think I need to be in here with you guys." <laughs> You're gonna have to fight Brian Logan. <laughs> You're gonna have to fight Brian Logan. <laughs> 
Chase Fisher with us on BYU Basketball Media. Have you signed our BYU Sports Nation Rise Up flag? I don't think I have, no. Okay, I, I need to find the silver marker. We lost it? Yep. We'll, we'll yep. find it and have you sign it. Stand by. No yep. But it, first, coming up. <laughs> second second so awkward go? transition I'm of the show. Where is it? Kyle <laughs> Collinsworth joins us next. Oh, gosh. Guess what we're going to ask him about? You guessed wrong. This is BYU Sports Nation. <laughs> oh, I found it. I got it. Here it is. I found it. <laughs> Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation with Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision. It is BYU Basketball Media Day. You're simulcasting on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. You can download the show podcast on iTunes or subscribe to the RSS feed at BYUSportsNation.com. Hey, coming up uh, tomorrow... We'll be live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And then Saturday, we're doing a special show. We're calling it Countdown to General Conference. <laughs> or whatever you want. <laughs> Countdown to Conference. 11 a.m. Eastern Time, uh, BYU Sports Nation on a Saturday. We're pumped. We will be recapping a huge victory over the Utah State Aggies. Calling a shot, 17+. plus. Who will not be with Chucky Keaton, quarterback out for the year. That and a release from Utah State. Not news to you if you watch BYU Sports Nation, where we announced it. On Monday through Remington Peck. <laughs> through Remington. Nice, nice uh, qualifier. Remington Steel. <laughs> Did you ever see that show? No. With Pierce Brosnan? No. You never saw Remington Steel? No. Okay, fine. We, I'm we, sorry. We won't go there. BYU Basketball Media Day, and it has been a string of high-profile interviews with the Cougars. We now welcome in Kyle Collinsworth. Kyle, welcome to the show, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. You know, you're probably tired of hearing this question. Everybody wants to know. People coming up to me all over campus. Ask Kyle this. We have to ask, how is school going? It's going really good. (laughs) I I get that a lot, always. It's the first thing they want to know, how my academics are. Yeah, yeah. How are those academics, How's your testimony? Um, No, but really, how's your knee? Okay. It's the knee, huh? Yeah. (laughs) That's what you really wanted. Uh, The knee's doing really good. Great. It's honestly as good as it can be for now. I'm clear to do everything. Now I'm just easing my way back into a full practice. Mm. So just go like 30 minutes every day and then ride the bike the rest of practice. So I'm just easing my way into it. That's great. You you yeah. tweeted, uh, was it a week ago or so? Like, hey, fully cleared. Mm-hmm. That was a, What was that moment like yeah, for take you? Take us back there. It was a big moment for me. You know, it was very... Just recapping the whole injury and the whole process just to hear that from the doctor that all my hard work has paid off and that I'm now clear to do whatever I want. I know a lot of guys approach the injury moment when it happened. Like Some guys are like, I burned all the tape. I'll never watch it again. How do you approach that? I don't mind watching it. Like It doesn't bother me. First off, the camera angle isn't that bad, so I don't really see it. But that doesn't bother me. The past is the past. I hurt my knee. And now the future is the future. I'm excited for it. Quite honestly, it's probably harder to watch what happened against St. Mary's just in yeah. terms of shit like, oh, you yeah. know, I mean, so I don't, what do you think about that one? Is, is That's probably tougher to watch, yeah? Well, that one hurt worse. <laughs> so the memories are still there of that Interesting. One. Yeah. Did that set up what happened maybe structurally in your knee? Yeah, they think that I partially tore my ACL during that one. Wow. And that's why when I tore my ACL that it didn't swell up at all because hmm. – Practice already partially torn. Practice starts on Monday. You mentioned you've been going 30 minutes. What is your role in the first official practice this Monday? Uh, just being a captain, you know, making sure the new guys know the system and what Coach Rose expects and what we expect as players, especially defensively, just getting that mindset from the get. 
is huge, especially for my side of things. Is that the new theme kind of to this team is, hey, let's, let's play better defense? <laughs> yeah, it has to be. Every one of you guys have mentioned defense, defense. I mean, it has to be if we want to win big games. I mean, we can win games, but if we want to win big games and conference championships and make it deep in the tournament, we have to play defense. Do you resort back to your Provo Bulldogs days with this? We covered some of your games back in high school, back when you were like 16. Back of, when you were like 14, yeah. I think. Craig Drury, your high school coach, Bulldog defense. That Your student section chanted that a lot. Do you go back to those days somewhat of, okay, I'm going to play great man-to-man defense? Yeah, absolutely. That's where I get most of my principles, jumping to the ball, seeing man and ball from, from those days. And I feel like I'm the defensive captain for our team, and I, I want to really step up this year defensively. So we've, we've designated Tyler Hawes as the, the guy that does a lot of his talking through playing basketball. Chase Fisher is the guy that just does a lot of talking. Um, he can play two, he, he can right? Play two, yes. We think? Yes, he can. He can shoot the ball. But Tyler did tell us that when we asked, who's the guy that gets in, in people's faces? He's like, well, Kyle's pretty good about doing that. Yeah. What, what role does that feel? Like, do you, do you need a guy that will get in your face? A verbal leader. Yeah, I feel like I'm the verbal leader leader on the team I don't like getting people's faces but you know like I try to be positive but when a guy needs to play get going I let him know because we want to be the best we can so we need that was that missing last year just because of some designation called senior and you didn't have any um because you had experience yeah a little bit I think for me the beginning of the year was kind of hard because I wanted to prove to guys that I could play I Mm -hmm. wanted to show them and so the second half of the year once I proved that to guys. It was easier for me to be the vocal leader for the team. Kyle Collinsworth is here on BYU Sports Nation. It is BYU Basketball Media Day. We've also talked a lot about the depth. 18 guys playing. You smile. What, is, that, is that a good smile or like a, it's so many guys? Um, it's been good, but it is a lot of guys. And we'll see when practice starts how it all works out. But it, it'll definitely be different. I mean, I think we had, what did we have last year? 10 time? eligible, and then uh, now you have 17 eligible. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, seven more. That's a whole other team. <laughs> yeah, the BYU JV team. They don't do that anymore. I, this is one year where I'm like, oh, that'd be awesome. Who, who of some of the new guys has stuck out in, uh, like, the pickup games coming into practice? I mean, they all have. They've all played really well. Good teammate answer. <laughs> now, now, who else? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jake Toulson shooting the ball well. I mean, everyone's doing what they've been known to be good at. You know, people are shooting the ball well. And once we get into practice, I think with the pace change, things become a little bit different. You know, it's not. What's the pace change going to be? Just faster, everything's quicker, and it's more intense. People play defense more. So things change pretty <laughs> fast. So we we'll people see. play defense. Wait, wait, what? What? They're not playing defense right now? Pick up. Mm, yeah, kind of. <laughs> Only to get the ball back. But That's exactly right. That's, so, yeah, yeah, once practice starts, things are a little different, and those who can make that adjustment, that's huge. So we'll see once practice starts. Last time you joined us uh, in the bookstore, and then before that, you, you brought up your experience playing in the NCAA tournament when you were a freshman. And without hesitating, you said, yeah, I want to go to the next level. You, you brought up the Elite Eight. What makes you think this team has a legitimate shot to make it to the Elite Eight? I think our personnel and our depth you talked about, we actually have – Big man and lots of them. Last year, you know, if someone got in foul trouble, we were hurt the whole game. Mm. So this year we have tons of big men. We have tons of guards. And we have the experience. Tyler's now a senior. We have seniors on the team. I'm a junior. Chase is. Anson has been here for five years. 
So we have that experience, and now it's just up to us to have the chemistry and just mesh it all together. And if we can do that, we're going to be really good. Do you have a goal for minutes against Long Beach State? I don't. I'm going to figure that out. My goal is by November 1st to really be ready, just full practice. And so I have about two weeks to just be full practicing and getting ready for that first game. Okay. Kyle, we wish you the best, uh, most importantly, with your academics. Yes. Uh, we, we will be it following, starts there. We'll be following really up does. on that. Uh, academics first, absolutely. <laughs> You've already signed our Rise Up flag, so we'll hold off on that. But uh, we appreciate the time, my friend. Thanks. Good seeing you guys. Up next on BYU Sports Nation, the ball coach. Dave Rose joins us. He's going to critique our baseball skills. If you haven't heard that story, you're going to want to hear that. Also, how do you manage this many guys in one season change? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. A two-hour edition of the show today, BYU Basketball Media Day. And that brings us to Boom Shakalaka! 2.0. 2.0. Yeah, the season kind of starts for me uh, today, Basketball Media Day, and then practice is Monday. Boom Shakalaka is Friday, October 17th, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We're going to host that. We're pumped. Skills competition, three-point shootout, dunk contest. It was awesome last year in the Smithfield House. Don't miss that, October 17th. Let us show some gratitude as we welcome in our next guest, the head basketball coach of BYU Basketball, Dave Rose, for allowing us to keep it at Boom Shakalaka. I know there was some discussion with that name, right? Thank you for for yielding to us on that one. Well, that's – I still don't really know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) And and the guys see it on the calendar, especially our new guys. And the first question is, Coach, what's Boom Shakalaka? But uh, it's it's a great event. What I really like about it is the fact that uh, we get to introduce our new guys to BYU fans all over the country. And so – um, there'll probably be some surprises again this year. There's some real personality with this group, and uh, hopefully we have uh, a good time. You're in postseason form right now. You came in a shirt and tie. You didn't tell well, us that. No, I, I thought that's how you guys dressed every day. <laughs> I was trying to match you. Wait, wow. you thought that's how we dressed? Clearly you don't watch the show then, Coach. And uh, I am shocked and, team, and offended. Well, what, I'll, I'll tell you what has really got me walking over here today is I'm thinking, why am I going to talk on this show today on October 2nd when we've got the biggest football game of the year tomorrow night. This should be, this should be a football show. It was, that's why we did two hours. Should I talk to you tonight or today about how I love this BYU football team? Let's talk about the football team. What do you love I, about them? You know, I think that uh, the, to, me, to me, it's I'm, I'm an offensive basketball coach, so yeah. there's a lot of uh, – uh, football that I'm not really interested in, okay. But the part of football <laughs> that I'm really interested in is the quarterback, and I, I just love our quarterback. I think that uh, this guy has got uh, he's he's got what it takes to to have his team believe in him. Mm. Not only just his offensive team, but is the defensive team, the special teams. All those guys believe that our quarterback can actually make stuff happen, yeah. and it's a, I, I can just see a real feel. When I, I went to Austin to watch the game uh, there at Texas. I actually felt we were going to win, and I actually like walking into other stadiums with BYU gear when we actually win the game. <laughs> the and you beat yeah. Texas last year. That helps. And, oh, yeah, helps. that's right. We own Texas. So uh, <laughs> besides the, the the weather, how hot it was, my goodness, it was. But uh, just watching Taysom kind of take over that game in the second half and what that's done since then as far as the team and the confidence, I – I love college football, and I said some of my favorite players in college football have played at BYU, but I always think about Reggie Bush and how Reggie Bush took mm. over 
the kind of the country with USC those couple years, and Taysom can have that same effect on a football game. And uh, hopefully we play well tomorrow. It's amazing what a leader will do for your team, the confidence that they bring. And that's been discussed today with some of your players. Who, who are the leaders? Who are the guys that uh, are going to lead you into battle when you go into other stadiums? You're like, yeah, we're, we're going to win. Well, I'll tell you what I really love about the beginning, the makeup of this team, is it's our seniors. We coached last year. Uh, probably the first time in 30 years of coaching in high school, junior college, or at the Division One level where we haven't had those senior guys. Mm-hmm. In junior college, they were sophomores, but those guys who are playing their last time through, and we've got five of them this year, and they're, they're special guys, uh, that urgency that they bring uh, every day, and I'm really looking forward to the start of practice on, uh, on Monday. But uh, this group of guys is really special because they all come from – they all bring a different experience – to the team. You take Tyler Haas and, and his experience and Nate with uh, the, the hard work and the, the kind of the, the, the hard nose, mm-hmm. lunch bucket, you know, you know uh, hard hat, you know, approach to the game. And Anson, who's been a starter, has been a reserve. He's had huge games and been here for this is fifth year in a row now. Uh, and the things that he's like the, the end of the season last year, what he brought to a Skylar Haas, I mean, Skylar Halford and his experience of being at Utah State for a year and going to junior college and now playing here. I just think, and Josh Sharp, his experience of uh, of coming in when we needed him in so many different situations over the last couple of years, he was ready to have his number called mm-hmm. and be ready to, to contribute. So that experience, to be able to, to have that, you know, go through the team with our younger guys uh, as a coach, you can think a little bit more of having things work from the outside from the inside out instead of always from the outside where the coaches are trying to put that in on your team you're going to have guys on the inside that are really going to help our guys 10 eligible players last year now 17 what kind of management will that require from you well i i mean i i love the makeup of our team last year uh the fact that we were able to have uh those three guys in practice especially at the second semester with jamal and uh chase fisher and uh isaac isaac, isaac nielsen uh, what I, what I kind of look at is we got into a really tough situation last year. We lost those four games in a row, but our guys, the way they responded is what was special. And I, I think we're feeling the momentum of January through April from last year's team, uh, where we finished the season 13 and three or something like that on a, on a great roll and get to the NCAA tournament. Uh, and these guys are ready to carry that on with some new players, great additions, uh, managing that group, I've always felt like we'll do our, our part to, to give them all opportunities, and then they'll decide how it's all going to play out uh, with uh, you know, their consistency, their effort, their discipline, their accountability. And then sometimes there's other outside influences with uh, with injuries and things that kind of fall into play. But uh, I like the group, and I'm excited to get started. You didn't have much trouble scoring the basketball last year. You may have noticed that from your position on the court. And you did mention to us the last time we talked to you at length, Coach, that you wanted to get better defensively as a team. What do you do from practice number one to gauge if you have gotten better over the summer and moving forward? Well, I think the first thing is, is that you guys have to believe that. And that's from you know our captains to our seniors that they believe uh, that the way to, to, uh, to really improve uh, – uh, and with this year's team and go further into the postseason 
is uh, for us to, you know, to be stronger defensively. Uh, I think what we just talked about, the depth of our team, mm -hmm. can help you with that. Uh, the, the, the way the game is going to be called is an issue and how we start the season this year. Last year, everybody was being fouled and everybody was going to the free throw line. We'll see how that actually – the adjustments you have to make to that. But uh, the mindset with our group right now is that uh, we are going to be uh, a, a much deeper, a much uh, stronger, a much more physical defensive team. Mm. How did you discover – Corbin Kafusi. <laughs> I think Corbin may have discovered us uh, <laughs> you know, more than uh, – uh, I had a conversation with, uh, with Bronson uh, in the middle of the summer about Corbin, and, and I'd seen Corbin kind of around and uh, kind of playing some pickup games with our guys around camp, um, but really felt that, that, that Corbin would play the football season, and then in December we would kind of deal with what options were available uh, for him as far as basketball. And that all changed uh, right around the, the middle of July, maybe the end of July, where uh, he said that uh, he came in and talked to me and felt like um, he wasn't as interested anymore of, of, of you know playing that first year of football. Uh, they had plans for him to you know kind of gain 30, 40 pounds, and that wasn't going really well with him. He Sounds wasn't, wasn't fun. feeling really, really well, but. But uh, he, what he said was that he was working out in the morning with football and couldn't wait till the afternoon when he could play pickup basketball. And so he just wanted to give it a try and see if there was an opportunity for him with us. And and there was no question when he approached us that that's what our guys wanted. Uh, I talked with, with with a lot of the players who had played with him during the the summer and said that that you know he is big and physical and can run and he's active. He's got good timing and those are all things that have obviously been confirmed with us since we've started working with the guys at the, since the beginning of the year. So You took their recommendation? They, uh, they, they were you know, really kind of astute in their recruiting abilities. So <laughs> I've always said that our players are our best recruiters, and in mm. this case uh, I think that the fans will really enjoy watching Corbin. Yeah, Tyler Haas told us the first time he saw him dunk, he was like, uh, we, need, we need that guy. <laughs> we well, need you, bro. His physical presence uh, on the floor – is really interesting because he's a big guy who really he reminds me a lot of Nate. He he is on the floor a lot, diving on balls and giving the second, third, fourth efforts, and and that will really help us. The depth on that front line with really energy kind of guys will be a real addition to our team. Coach, great to have you on BYU Sports Nation. Bringing your A game, looking sharp in the tie. You guys look sharp in those polos too. <laughs> thank I, you. I, hey, I, thank I, you. I'm actually really impressed. If you've got. <laughs> That's all we need. If there's anything you want to contribute to the set at some point, uh, that'd be great. And we appreciate you letting us play catch on your lawn. That's great. I, I actually enjoy that. That's, that's entertainment for me. <laughs> Watch you guys throw it's like catch. a Grand Torino, like, get off my lawn situation. That's all right. Fun. Thanks, guys. Good luck to you. Yeah, thanks, Coach. We'll wrap things up on BYU Sports Nation after this, a rockin' two-hour edition of the show on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Today's, ri today's Rise and Shout is brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help when you need it most. DexterLaw.com. It goes to the basketball sports information director, Kyle Chilton. Or Kyle Chilton. Kilton. He dunked. He's 32 years old. Nice job. What a show. Thanks to all of our guests. You can watch it on demand. Download the podcast. Shout out to Jeff Campbell.